once upon a time, there was, or there might be, or there will be, at some point there might have been. Well, anyway, it's Podcast 93. To podcast ninety three, <laughs> more musings, amusings, and general ramblings about yeah. Doctor Who, Sarah Jane, mm-hmm. and life, the universe as we know it. Do we know it? Well, no, no we no, don't really I don't. know it. No. And I'm Jeeth, Jean, Jean, Jeeth, My name's Jeeth, and welcome to our podcast, podcast <laughs> evening. <laughs> and I'm having trouble with my worms tonight. And I'm Jean. Hi, madam. Hello. I'm Fake Keith. Hello. And I am a pustule on the backside of life. Yeah. And Milky. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Love you too. And as you may have noticed, fake Keith and I are in the room together, so it's going to get better. <laughs> it's the end silly. of the world. It must be. The four horsemen of the apocalypse are riding up and down the road. <laughs> Leaving droppings everywhere. Yep. Good for the roses. Oh, yeah. Very good. Yeah, yeah. So when the apocalypse happens, we can have good roses. Yeah. Hmm. There's a lo- silver cloud, don't you <laughs> think? I was looking for Tippy Hedron the other day. Why? <laughs> because we've started putting out winter feed for the birds, and there were like a million of them, million of them on the decking. She's having trouble with her I worms. going to be one of those ones. Contagious. Yeah. Yeah. And there was our cat... Thickest cat in the world, Mark II, <laughs> hiding behind the shed, looking in completely the wrong direction, <laughs> while all the birds were dancing around behind her, tweeting and generally having a good time. <laughs> Does anyone want to adopt a cat? Because <laughs> I want a real one. <laughs> oh, but she's so cute. Don't care. Cute doesn't put birds on the table. We're drifting. Sorry. Just a bit. That's right. That's right. <laughs> First on the table, what's the news, El Presidente? Doctor Who News. Woo! The Doctor Who 2010 Christmas special named and shamed. <laughs> After many people compared the upcoming Christmas special Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, it is without much surprise or originality, <laughs> the special has now been officially named A Christmas Carol. I didn't see that coming. Right. No. I, I'm s- shocked. And stunned. Yeah. Fortunately, the trailer that aired recently on BBC's Children in Need telethon has received rather more positive reactions than the name. Looks dead good. Yeah, I, I've seen the trailer. I haven't, actually. I've it, deliberately not watched it. Oh, okay, stick your fingers in your ears and go la-la-la. I can't edit it. We'll edit you out. <laughs> but we won't give the plot away, but, but like you know the story title here, A Christmas, Christmas Carol. Carol yeah. 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 Have you ever read the book, Christmas Carol? I haven't read the book, but I've you know, yeah, you know, seen it well, so many well, times. Well, basically, it's about... Ghosts of Christmas past? Yeah. Present and future. I saw the clip on the previous trailer with Matt yeah. Smith yeah. saying I'm the ghost yeah, of Christmas, Christmas past. past. It, yeah. it yeah. looks like it's a modernised sci-fi version of Christmas. I, I, it I, good. Yeah. I do have one question that but I would you're not allowed dearly to love to ask. But yeah, he, I'm not sure but if it classes it a spoiler. No, it's not a spoiler. There's one thing I saw. I, I fast-forwarded through it at 30 times speed. And there's one image out of that 30 seconds. I could have sworn I saw her in a police uniform. Yeah, she was, that's, and that's Rory was in his Roman century. Oh, I didn't notice that. That's <laughs> I noticed that. that. Yeah. <laughs> it's strange you happen to notice that one, even on fast forward. 30 yeah. times fast forward. It's her legs. It's, yeah, it's her legs he noticed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she, for some reason, she's now back in her police uniform. Whether it's the same one with the short skirt, I don't know. But considering you recognised legs, well, then you have I, to, I, I don't know. Honeymoon, and and, and for <laughs> some reason he's <laughs> back in the Roman centurion. Unit. But isn't isn't the ghost of Christmas past looks back on the past on well, things that yeah. have happened, and that is the past. <laughs> so it could be clips from the, just as a clue here <laughs> to the ghost of Christmas. <laughs> Past. I think it's probably kinky sex on the honeymoon. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're trying to tell me something there, Jean. I get this yeah. vibe. Nah. Which Christmas was it? <laughs> um, I've forgotten now. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> but yeah, yeah. So no, that's good. I, it, yeah. I suspect there are going to be a few people that are going to start instantly looking to draw parallels to the tenant sticking story. Oh, that's that, oh yeah, that, that, yeah. The, the Eccleston, sorry, yeah. the, the, the one that like, should have been called Ghostlight, yeah. but it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they're two totally different yeah. different setups by the sound of I it. I presume yeah. this does not have Charles Dickens himself in it. No. 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 And it, 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 say, the trader, it did look, it did it look quite yeah. good. So. And certainly uh, yeah. um, a lot of money spent on the, the, the brief glimpse of special effects we saw, they looked good. They don't, oh, good, didn't look good. cheap and nasty. Mm. <laughs> Speaking of children in need, there oh, yeah. was um, uh, Best Events of the Last 30 Years, and and yeah. uh, was it Time Crash? Yes. Oh, yeah, well, that was it's got to be on there, isn't it? Yeah. It wasn't number one, which is very disappointing. Oh, really? But, what was number one? Um, it was the huge concert at the Albert Hall for some reason. First time it's ever been done. You know, lots of money. Oh, yeah. yeah. Take it, that. But it didn't have Peter Davison in it, so... <laughs> <laughs> True. Yep. And we his all frowny get... face. I... Doctor Zed. Three proms in the Royal yeah. Albert Hall. I, I'm I'm quite disappointed with, with, with the fact that they didn't actually do something a little episode at or yeah. I did yeah. see the 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 bits before the trailer yeah. with uh, Matt Smith, Karen Gillan yeah. on the TARDIS. Oh, but it was, it was more yeah. Matt Smith and Karen Gillan than, than on the TARDIS than Hilda set than... and the Doctor. Yeah, yeah. they were in costume oh, one day. But... Though, though yeah. I, I did notice that uh, Amy of Karen Gillan can't eat a jammy dodger. Not all in one. Not, not in one. She tried to eat a jammy dodger in one go. It's a mistake. Yeah. If she looked yeah. carefully, Matt Smith dunked, dunked his yep. jammy dodger uh, and put it in his mouth so it would dissolve. She just tried it dry. Yeah. She's just too eager to put things you, in her mouth. You, you really should have tried things <laughs> in dry. your dreams. <laughs> Again, we get round to the smut. <laughs> anyway, more Doctor Who news. <laughs> yeah. Matthew Graham, writer of New Who's Clunk. Oh, no, see, I didn't think it was a clunk. I don't think it's a clunk. No, I'm it. taking the word yeah. clunker out. Yeah. Writer of Fear Her is back for a double dose. <laughs> Uh, the Life on Mars Ashes to Ashes co-creator has written episodes five and six of season six. Uh, in DWM number 428, Stephen Moffat described the story to be directed by Julia Simpson as a... Okay, the new... <laughs> preferably <laughs> saying okay. the words. <laughs> I'm getting Des- into character. Described it as an okay, the new... <laughs> getting into character, love. A thrilling and terrifying two-parter. The Doctor will face a dilemma, the like of which he's never seen before. As he turns Welsh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not Welsh. More Glaswegian, I think. Than, yeah. Yeah, it's more yeah. Glaswegian. Graham has also confirmed this on Twitter. Seems cats out. I've written eps five and six of New Who. I'm thrilled with them. Filming starts on Monday. Needless to say, I can't reveal anything. But it was a joy working with Stephen, Piers and Beth, not to mention the superb cast. Bloody name dropper. <laughs> <laughs> I liked Fear Her. I know well, lots of people didn't. I, 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 I haven't got it. any it problem with Fear fine. Her. I haven't got any problem with it. It wasn't spectacular. It wasn't terrible. It, it was good. just the epitome uh, of mediocre, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I have to admit, the one bit that I didn't like, well, I won't say I didn't like about it, but the one bit that was really cringeworthy was the whole Olympics torch at the yeah. end. See, I loved that. And I loved the Scribble Monster as well. I thought that was fantastic. I thought the Scribble Monsters were brilliant. But, yeah, the, uh, um, the, you know, just... The stranger picking it up, even though we would know he's a doctor, it wasn't yeah. it. There is a Facebook there campaign is. Oh, to get yeah. David Tennant to carry the 2012 <laughs> when, Olympic torch. The what's the, what's this Facebook campaign called? Oh, I can't remember. Not I think it's called me. something like Get David Tennant, Tennant to Carry the Olympic <laughs> Torch the Last 1200 Yards. And can all our podcast listeners, even the ones in America, get onto it? <laughs> yeah, should be able to. Should be able to, yeah. Where should stick a link on? It would be perfect in a life imitating art. I can't see it. No. I know, but you can dream. Can't see him running 1,200 metres. <laughs> nose trousers. He's got a bad back now, is yeah. 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 Come on, then. Let him read it. Go on, yeah. Who, me? It's your favourite. It's your favourite. Ah, Gillen goes Shakespearean. Yeah. Our favourite knobnacker, Karen Gillen, <laughs> has landed herself the role, the lead role in a fancy film to be directed by former Mary Whitehouse experienced comedian David Baddiel. The film is called Romeo and Brittany. <laughs> And according to Deadline, Gillen will play a... A spicy New Jersey high school teenager <laughs> who wakes up in mythical 13th century Verona with all the people she knows from her high school life playing characters in the Romeo and Juliet. And she wants to get out because she knows how the play will end. Ooh. 
Romeo and Brittany also stars Gillian Anderson as Gillian's mother and the nurse. And misfits are Robert Sheehan. 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 <laughs> as the school nerd who becomes Romeo. Lucky kid. Uh, production <laughs> begins in May 2011, presumably soon after Doc 2 Season 6 wraps. Ooh. Initial theory. Initial. It's going to be bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it me or is, is, it, is this um, Over the Rainbow, Wizard of Oz, but with Romeo and Juliet? Well, I think we've seen... Mm. This in uh, Trapped in Austin on Channel 4. Oh, okay. Called Lost in Austin, which is rather like Life on Mars, and a girl gets knocked unconscious and then wakes up in a, a Jane Austen novel. Okay. Or an American Yankee in the court of King Arthur. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the granddaddy of them all. Presumably this will be between seasons, because she will be back for season for another third yeah. season, won't she? Yeah. Will she? <laughs> will she? We don't know. No, probably not. <laughs> we, we have been told... Did you notice the wistful tone yeah. of his voice? <laughs> we have will been told she? that Matt Smith will be doing at least one more season. He's, he's, he's an intimated interview. as such. Yeah, he's yeah. Inter- interviewed After this, this year, maybe next year. Oh. So he's two more seasons, you know. Ha- yeah. If but whether it's going to be with... Uh, does that mean Karen he'll Gillen be the doctor leave. with the 50th anniversary if he does the two? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, not no. yet. If he does five years, he will be, I think. Which he will, just to Is annoy it you. <laughs> It'd be four years he'd four have years. to do yeah. to do. Yeah. Can you yeah. imagine how cross she'll be? Oh, God. <laughs> I might like him by then. <laughs> yeah, well, we can hope. <laughs> Look, I'm at, I'm at the tolerate stage. One more we, we started off with detest. We're now into tolerate. So it's getting there. Can it's I'm getting at, I'm there. I'm at the wanting to ruffle his hair stage. Oh. <laughs> I'm better than my sister-in-law. I think, she I think she went from the, I've seen the picture, I'm not watching him to, I'm not watching him stage oh. she hasn't watched any of she it hasn't well, even given it a chance missed out on a not lot, a chance she? apart from victory of the daleks <laughs> that was okay until <laughs> we got to the eye daleks, the eye daleks. Yeah. Yeah. it was very as we did the commentary it was very good until the eye daleks showed up yeah. okay anyway hulking the tv no, this is not a euphemism for anything else. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dust off your Lou Ferrino. The Hulk <laughs> may be coming back to TV. Director Guillermo del Toro. The bloke who did Hellboy in Pan's Labyrinth, oh, anyway. Yeah, yeah. And Battlestar Galactica executive producer David Eek, Ike, or Ook. Eek. <laughs> or Eeks. Eek. Or Eek. Are finalising a deal to create the new TV version of The Hulk for ABC according to Deadline. The site reports that the show would begin by retelling the Hulk's original story and that Bruce Bannerman, sorry, Bruce Banner's <laughs> angry alter ego will be created using a mixture of prosthetics, muppetry... Muppetry? muppetry. <laughs> Actually, I think it said puppetry originally. I did, maybe ah. I changed that. <laughs> I'm worried. And CGI. Don't hold your breath, though. Word is that it won't debut until after the release of the Avengers film in July 2012. Didn't ABC do the Hulk originally? Um, I'm not sure. I, I don't Couldn't know. tell you. Really couldn't tell you. They weren't mm. bad. The original TV series yeah. oh, wasn't too really bad. good. But then I was very young. But, but then... Please. It's probably better suited to TV yeah, it is, to films. Because we've, films had, we've had two films yeah. and they haven't Neither done. Good. No, they haven't done no. them very well. And that's being polite. Yeah. Thing <laughs> is, whether you, if you keep the Hulk as the cartoon kind of character, you mm. can probably get away with it. But if you make him too serious a character, unless mm. you create an entire world to support him, like you get away with Batman because you create the whole Batman yeah, world, Gotham, yeah. Gotham City, mm-hmm. but if you put Batman in New York as it is now. It wouldn't look right. Yeah. He character no, works. So no. you've either got to have him as a, a bit of a cartoon stereotype yeah. or you've got to create a whole universe around to support mm. him. Yeah, which mm. I don't... I'm not sure how they've gone wrong, but I don't think they did with uh, the Hulk films. No. It's... No, they were just, like, stretched-out episodes. They weren't, there yeah. wasn't enough in them to That's be films. That's it. That's it. Mm, no. they and did they re- didn't have the walking-away music, so... That's yeah. true. They did remind <laughs> me of a bit of Godzilla movies, only you had the Hulk in it instead of Godzilla yeah. kind yeah. of stuff. <laughs> Hulk smash! <laughs> yeah. No Godzuki, though. Thank God. Thank God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Moving rapidly on. Any scrappy do should be put in a box and drowned. (laughs) (laughs) They might procreate. Any (laughs) other news? Yeah, any any addendums? addendums? I I am addendumed out. I have no addendums. I've been scanning the web vigilantly, but there's nothing besides... Not much news. Besides those pickies. Yeah. It's quiet news, isn't it? On SFX, they've got a whole shot, load of shots from the Utah Utah filming. Well, well, there is also the news that the two computer games 
games have finally hit the shops. They have. I do the have Wii them both. And the DS and and El Presidente. You were saying to us that the Wii the Wii one hasn't got that good of reviews. Terrible reviews. Yes, so three far, reviews the, so far. The Wii yeah. has. Yes. Uh, one gave it nineteen percent. Oh crikey! Uh, one nine, well. not nine zero. Yeah. Uh, and two others both gave it two out of ten, which is much the same. Uh, it's more than a Top Trump's game. Though, it is. It? It, it is. is a, but yeah. it's yes. worse than a Top Trump's game. <laughs> so if if you desperately <laughs> need these games or want these games, I'd hang on for a little while. They'll be down in the bargain bin. It's a shame. Yeah. In a month's time. Yeah, did, did you say you've tried the DS one, or has it got better views? I haven't actually looked at DS reviews. I played it, though, a fair bit, and I'm very impressed with the uh, DS one. I wonder what's wrong with the Wii one. Perhaps it doesn't know. make proper use of the uh, technology. Apparently it looks very dated, and yeah. the gameplay is all a bit... Well, I've looked yeah. at the pictures on the bo- the back of the box of the yeah. of the Wii, and they do look a bit... Something 90s. I would have expected, yeah, PS1. back in the yeah. PS1. Yeah. They don't look um, three-dimensional and fleshed out. They look quite one-dimensional. Mm. And I don't know if you remember Doom. Yeah. yeah, Doom was a wonderful game, but everything was quite flat and, yeah. and edgy-moving, and it reminds like me that. just from the pictures of that kind of yeah. style now that may be deliberate but if it is playing like that on the on the Wii it's going to jar in your mind yeah. a bit mm. they should have packaged it as retro yeah. probably <laughs> but even so even if the graphics weren't great the game could still be great yeah, yeah. but apparently it just isn't I don't know why I haven't played shame. it. I'm going to have to borrow it from the library. Are the yeah. DS games um, like logic quizzes or...? The DS game, I don't know if you've ever played Professor Layton. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. basically Professor Layton. Yeah. So it's yeah. logic Doctor. puzzles yeah. rather yeah. than the That's platform. what I would yeah. have expected, basically. It works really well. And yeah. People are saying it's actually better suited to Doctor than Professor Layton is yeah. because of the uh, the puzzles are naturally more in keeping with Doctor Who. Yeah. The Doctor they're going around fixing things with Sonic Screwdriver and stuff like that. It makes more sense it does in Professor Layton. Yeah. And also, I should point out that there are four people doing voices on the DS game. Mm-hmm. Karen Gillan, Matt yeah. Smith. I'm afraid I don't know who the woman is, but the other person who does at least three voices is um, Alistair Locke. Oh, oh right. Alistair. Yes. Yeah, he's doing all the male voices apart from the Doctor. Shout out to Alistair. Oh, a Sundarian, a human captain, yeah. Daleks. Yeah. Congratulations, yeah. so to speak. Mm, I don't know if he's doing the Wii one or not. And, and so. if people out there don't know, you can actually get a sonic screwdriver-shaped DS stylus yes which also works on your touch to- touch phone as I found out today you can also get um, was it a sonic screwdriver Wii remote yeah. yes yeah. Yep. which but, by the sounds of it is more fun than the game yeah. Yeah. we come up with a plan for the touch stylus is use your button activation sound for sonic screwdriver so each time you touch it with the sonic screwdriver you, you would hit yeah, so if you're using hmm. it on your mobile phone as a touch yep. mm. <laughs> anyway uh, any so, more no more news. No, no nope. more news. So that's the end of the news. Oh. For one week. Yep. So, anybody been watching TV? No, I've been watching the iPlayer. <laughs> oh, have you? Sarah Jane Smith? Yay. Uh, lost in time. Yeah. <laughs> enjoyed this one did you I this for me this is the most disappointing of the season I, I actually really enjoyed this I, one this yeah. reminded me of old old who this really did oh, maybe yeah I mean the plot holes maybe did yeah <laughs> oh, it just it just had a look and a feel slightly of John Pertwee yeah. early Tom Baker kind yeah. of who Ryan is not aging well quick quick <laughs> plot point or plot Plot is... Plot, plot. Non-existent? But, well, there's actually a fair bit to it. <laughs> yeah. Too much that they don't explain most of it. No, um, they don't explain most of it. Uh, our gang of three, as it now is, <clears throat> Sarah Jane, Clyde and Ronnie, uh, turn up at an antiques shop yep. after having a tip-off in a rather unlikely location. A newspaper. Yes. Alien sighted at antique shop. What sort of newspaper what was page, that? What page was it on? I don't know. <laughs> it's probably the inside page from the looks but there of is it. Sunday Sports. There is something think. about the newspaper, though, uh, a bit later it, on. It, it is, it, by the looks of it, it was a slow news day. It Sounds must like have it. been. Yeah. <laughs> so they turn up, yep. believing that there are aliens because the newspaper said so. It's yeah. a bit of a bric-a-brac <laughs> shop. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's remind, it reminded me of uh, various shops that you usually see in Sapphire and Stills that have got yeah. a load of triggers yeah. and yeah. temple mm-hmm. anomalies going. There's a man in there with a 
the parrot. Yes. Called the captain. Yes. The, the parrot's called the captain. Oh, <laughs> we, we never actually find out what the man's name is, do we? He's just credited as a shopkeeper. Yeah, yeah. He's and not he, quite got a fez on yeah, like he, the shopkeeper, Mr. Bem. It's pretty close. He, oh. Yeah, he's certainly dressed in an, an atypical semi-Edwardian style. Mm. Is this and by magic? Yeah. The, the long and short of it, there are three artefacts that being scattered through time, and the three artefacts have to be pulled back together, otherwise the time will implode and it'll be the end of life, the universe and everything because we know it. Key to time-ish kind yeah, of thing. It, it, yeah. Yeah. It's a scavenger hunt, purely yeah. simple. So they get sent hunt. through this kind of like almost primeval Yeah, I noticed that. The blatant the wibbly wobbly thing. The wibbly wobbly little bits of triangle glass flying on They end up in three different points in time to find their artefacts. Once they touch their artefacts, that will bring them back to here and there. Like a port key. Like a port key. Rani ends up in... Tudor, England, yes. with the Nine Day Queen, Lady 15, Jane Grey. Yep. Clive ends up in Second World War, England, about 1944. 1941. 41. 41. The date is actually mentioned, so it's 1941. And Sarah Jane ends up somewhere probably about 1800s. 1889. Yeah, again, I couldn't remember, but I know the date was mentioned. The date came up in a haunted house. Yeah. The the Rani story reminded me slightly of the Peladon stories. Okay. I don't know why, but there was just an I, element of that kind of like. I, mm. I know this, this, but I found the, the Rani one very poignant, especially mm. with, um, because she meets, talks, and falls in with Lady Jane Grey on mm. the night that her reign ends, Aww. basically. Yeah. Not, not the execution, when Queen Mary walks into London with her army. Oh, dear. Mm. And, and yeah. the word is out that, basically, Queen Mary is the queen and everyone else is a traitor yeah. because they aren't the real queen. Mm-hmm. Did she do the whole trying to save her and taking her back with her thing? No. 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 What a cow. <laughs> <laughs> She knows better than mesh with time. Yes, yeah. uh, fair enough. <laughs> but she does persuade her that she isn't forgotten. Yeah, she ga- gives her the strength to face her destiny, so to speak. Give mm. uh, a short. Sort of more she... impressive, she'd given her a time ring and got her out. Of <laughs> <laughs> oh, but then that would have mucked about with time. Yes, yes. Ah, she could have told people she was dead. <laughs> yeah. But that 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 was very nicely done. Yeah, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed the Varney thing. Um, mm. And you then had Clyde. Clyde? Clyde. Clyde, yeah. Clyde. Clyde, sorry. You then Short had Clyde. Short term memory is always yeah. the first to <laughs> Clyde turns up on the beach next to a, a kid who's looking at a bunch of blokes through binoculars and it turns oh, out, as it's, as it's wonderfully, the guy goes, they're Germans, and Clyde goes, but, you know, it can't be Germans. Ah, oh, they're Nazis. Just so we distinguish the difference between yeah. German Germans Nazis. and Nazis. Because oh, right. yeah. yeah. they take over their overcoats and they have the grey uniforms. Because, of course, if they're, if they're here to do an undercover operation in Britain, they would have <laughs> yeah, their course, Nazi uniforms. Yeah, of course, yeah. yes. Of course, <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> And uh, they get caught, kidnapped. It turns out the, the Nazis have <sighs> a, um, those guys. <laughs> a, a device which is going to block the radar, etc. Which, which, which is they powered think, by the device. Yeah, which they, ah. they're powered by what they... the. Uh, the Nazis calls Thor's, Thor's hammer, hammer, to yeah. which, of course, we recognise as the chrono metal More of device. a nutcracker, I thought. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't very big. Yeah, your hand. Thor's hammer, you imagine, you, you would be a good 10 feet tall. Yeah, yeah. 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 sledgehammer type thing. And, but no. and just to match into the pure stereotype of all the war <laughs> movies from this era, Go the kids on. escape, they bump into the school teacher yeah. who they say, you know, there's nasty Nazis in the church, because they're in the church, because yeah. they would be like you do. Yeah. And <laughs> she says, that's all right, we have guns, we'll go in there. And guess what? What? She's a Nazi! <laughs> oh, I, I got to admit, I was slightly thinking of Dad's Army during this episode, because I'm sure they did one with What's the... Well, no, there was, Don't tell him, Clyde. <laughs> there was a very famous film, which the title has gone completely out of my head, but it was a famous black and white, which was basically about a group of Nazis that land in English town and take everyone, kidnap and put them into the church hall, etc. And this was basically a kid's rewrite of this I'm film. I'm sure, yeah. Um, <laughs> Clyde had a wonderful speech about um, 
um, you know, you won't win because of your prejudice. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a horrifying moment where they use the N-word. Well, well Negro. Negro. Yes. Oh, disgusting, terrifying. But, yes, um, yes. you know, he, he, he does the thing about, you know, we will beat you, the British, you, you are basically, he basically calls a yeah. bunch of racist thugs. Yeah. Yeah. But then there was so much the British back then, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. There wasn't a lot of, you know, yeah. Of them though, I think he's actor-wise. I think he's come along the most. Yeah, I think oh, yeah. he's much yeah. better than yes. the others. What, including Elizabeth Slayton. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he is very good. Shock, no, he was. I, shock I'll give horror. Sarah Jane is not possessed. <laughs> really? Is not kidnapped. Sacrificed? Is not sacrificed. Not menaced by Does she not menaced by anything? She no, doesn't twist no, her ankle. No, no. She doesn't end up chained up to the wall or anything. Really? Uh, uh, she does materialise inside the, the cupboard and the that woman says, Ha, ah, now I've got you trapped, you horrible ghost. And lets her out of a okay. cupboard. And then lets, lets her, her out of the cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> but just for once she actually gets yeah. through an entire episode somewhat unmolested. <laughs> unmolested. <laughs> In any shape episode for her, really, isn't it? <laughs> I must admit, I'm getting a bit sick. Of, we must get the lead actress out of the way for the kids to perform. Well, let's get on to the next one after, you know, next yeah. week. But anyway, um, yeah. it's uh, she had a full part as the as the rest of them, yeah, yeah. the rest of the cast. So she ends up in the haunted house with this this young lady who's a ghost hunter. But just the twist on it is the ghost that she's listening to isn't the ghost of the no. past; it's the ghost of the future, no. where future time is echoes. bleeding through yes. and echoes. Mm. So that's a Torchwood ripoff, then. <laughs> yeah, bit, well, yeah, yeah, a bit sapphire and steel, a bit. Yeah. Uh, yep. And she has to the key. Yes. yes. Open the door. The locked door is the. Uh, you have you have these two steam. two children locked in a room, and they've accidentally started a fire, but they've been locked in. Mm, dear. And and the key is, is yeah. the and early nineties woman with yes. her really big mobile phone. Yes. Downstairs. Yeah, I, I thought that. Yeah, it's just got a massive great big phone on the side of her head. Rani's Rani's um, little thing she had to get back was a knife, a dagger, mm. which mm. someone was going to kill the Queen with. Queen Grey. Mm. Queen Lady Grey, but uh, she managed to get it off of her. So Rani gets hold of the dagger and she comes back, and Clyde gets hold of Thor's hammer and he comes back. And after the Nazis run off, because they ring the, the bell. Oh, yes, yeah, they, they ring they the bell and the Nazis the run off. They're here for the massive mission, which will... Sp- Make, mean the Germans can invade the UK. Yeah, yeah. So the, these two kids ring a church bell and, and they, they run, run off. Away. Yeah. Of course they do. Yeah, they don't go, don't risk their lives. They exactly. encourage these that, 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 that was the warning system, system in that time. If you, you, for home guard. If the bell, yeah, church bells are ringing, then the no mission. Are, you've got a defensible position. Yeah, I'd have slaughtered the kids and <laughs> held the church. Yeah. You've never watched the Moore movies, have you? <laughs> <laughs> no. But just as, anyway. as Sarah Jane's got the key, she's just about to hold the key. The, she gets sacrificed. No, the <laughs> girl whips the key out of her hand as Sarah Jane comes back through the primeval without portal the without the key. Oh, so yeah. the universe is going to be destroyed. No. no. Unfortunately, and, uh, she had left the piece of paper the, from the, the newspaper the news oh, yes. with the uh, 1889. Uh, now, uh, did anyone notice the date on the newspaper? Uh, 2010. I, 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 I clocked it was 2010, but that's yeah. all. 23rd of November 2010. <laughs> oh, was it? Yeah, I don't know. Yep. And so just as, just as yeah. the, the world is about to end, <gasps> this woman comes into the shop and says, excuse me, are you Sarah Jane Smith? I have something for you. And so gives her a they key. then do a Back to the Future. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There the, was one thing I noticed is uh, the shopkeeper sent them back in time, but didn't exactly... Against their will. Yeah, against their will, but didn't exactly tell them what they were looking for. Didn't no. even tell them they were up against a timer. Yeah, but he had a suitcase with indentations, the correct shape for all oh, yeah. the parts. So he could he, he knew, could have he just knew. shown them. Yeah, he knew, <laughs> he knew what they were looking for. He could have told them yeah. what to get. Yeah, yeah. Is so he a time meddler? <laughs> time fiddler. <laughs> well, we're not exactly told what side he's, he's on. He's merely collecting these parts. They affect time around them. So he's collecting them together to stop them changing history in the time period. How in. did they get there? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, how did they get there? Where is he going? Who is he working for? Yeah. What's the He's captain? He's working for the captain. Yeah, what's the yeah. captain in charge of everything? Unanswered questions. Yeah. And what happened to the key for that hundred and whatever, hundred and twenty years? Yeah. Yeah. 
did it not affect time yeah. after that? I again, I thought it was yeah. a good episode. I enjoyed it, but yes, there was a few, a few holes. <laughs> well, even, even things like when when the lady from the eighteen, whenever it was nineteen eighty nine, eighteen eighty nine, yeah, when her granddaughter turns up, yes, how does she know the day? She's she says, okay, I was told to turn up on the day of the article, but the paper is dated the 23rd of November. Yes. But most of us know that the paper's dated the 23rd, but isn't actually on the shops till the 24th sometimes. No, the paper will be in the shops on but the date. That you it's can't got guarantee that the person is going to go to the shop and buy it on the exact on the day. day. And she comes in at exactly the right minute yes. as well. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it, it could have been the paper was the 23rd, but they could have visited the shop the day after on what yeah. you don't see is that she's been there for three days <laughs> since the paper was printed, popping in yeah. every hour or so. In Back to the Future, the the guys from the uh, the courier company yeah. were told the exact minute yeah. to yeah. be there, but here they weren't. No. Yeah. She no. wasn't, she just knew a date. She said a random date. <laughs> but uh, anyway. no, it did have quite a few holes in the fabric of time of this story. Massively, and why were these things suddenly a problem there and then yeah. in our time? Yeah, and why, why didn't How does that work? And because they were. And we, we're told this shopkeeper isn't allowed to travel in time. Yeah. It's his words, but he, he just vanishes, you know, so he was obviously travelling somehow. Why couldn't he have gone to the time periods himself? And, yeah. You know. Just because he vanished doesn't mean he's vanished well, into time. But no, it was, it was a, fu- it was a I, fun I st- episode. I, st- I acknowledge it had problems, but I still enjoyed it. Yeah, I did. It was okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I think too many plot holes. In your, yeah, I yeah. think I enjoyed it because it was a fun episode was, that wasn't it taking was. itself too seriously no. for change. I think Adam's forgetting it's aimed at ten years. <laughs> well, we've had such a strong few episodes, and suddenly you've got one where clearly the writer didn't quite think it through. <laughs> it, this was the light-hearted mm. one. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, we're Robert done. Late, yes, he's the the writer who we should blame for lots of things. But definitely, Clyde is coming on. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. very good actor. Very good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Can can he go and move into the TARDIS once <laughs> like, once um, the current incumbents have gone? <laughs> the current incumbents, yes, <laughs> as a doctor or the companion. As a companion, okay. He could be a doctor in the future, but as a companion at the moment, that'd be confusing. Actually, could he be the doctor next season? That'd be very confusing. <laughs> Weren't you that guy who used to be with Sarah Jane? (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. It does make you wonder, though, how much more weird stuff can go on on Bannerman Road without people noticing. (laughs) Oh, well. Let's get into the next episode. We're coming to that. Yeah. Yeah. I really should well, watch these things. <laughs> Harley's father has noticed how much goes on on Bannerman Road. Yep. Yeah, and even not... the mother, apparently. Well, the, the mother has, but she's also been mind-wiped. So. Oh, has yeah, she? but yeah. Dad hasn't been. Yeah, Dad yeah. hasn't been. Yeah. He's keeping his head down. <laughs> yep. Smart lad. Sensible man, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's getting very suspicious, though. Interesting see where that goes next season. Yep. But anyway, yeah, that's it, the penultimate. Okay. Yes, the Sarah Jane for season four. Aye. Mm. And, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Not your favourite. No, I think the weakest of them, for me, the weakest so far. Not that far behind uh, Nightmare Man, but a bit. Yeah. Maybe it was a thrill of actually having Sarah Jane all the way through an episode yeah, as a it, participant. Yeah. Not the only time this season, probably. Yeah. <laughs> or last season. Yeah. Or the one before. Yeah. Yeah. The one before, she was she was still an active part. Let's <laughs> <laughs> leave her active parts out of this. We've been reading books to make a change. Oh, we have. Yes, we, yes, yes, I yes, have, have because they give me nightmares. What, what yeah. have you been reading? We have been when reading... When the Terrifiles Come. Yeah, Coming of the Terrifiles. Ah. Terrifiles makes it sound like some kind of weird movie's records of yeah. um, you know, Tom Baker's scarf length between season and season and story and story. These are the most terrifying files you will ever read. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's called Coming of the Terrifiles or The Pirates of the Second Ether. Mm. And it's, and it's yes. by... Michael Moorcock. Which is why Moorcock. I'd love to read it, but yes. every time I read his books, I have nightmares. <laughs> this you can't is... handle Moorcock. 
I don't know if this comes across as conceited or, or dissing the other vast, intelligent, uh, competent, technical writers, but this is the like, first... You're not having to go at Paul Corner. No, I'm not having to go at Paul Corner. <laughs> but this is the first, how can I put it, proper writer? I don't want to say yeah. that because it, this is the rest of them, but he's... Yeah, the first big-name writer. Big-name big yeah. writer, He's yeah. established in Thank another you. writing section other yeah. than yeah. Doctor yeah. Before yeah. He because, Came cause, Here. Because yeah. mo- most of the Who writers are either from the show or have come up through fandom. Mm. Yes, yeah. yeah. Or are the usual suspects who do all the time, such yes. as Primeval, Torchwood, yes. Doctor yes. Who, yeah. Tracy and Beaker. Well, there's no <laughs> need for Michael Moore no. to do this. He has a, a good established career writing his own books. He's got his own fan clubs. Yeah. 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 Okay, the, the book itself, have, have you read it? Would you like to give us a quick plot overview? Well, or? I, can, I haven't prepared, but what I can remember of it, it's been a, a few weeks. Basically, there's a MacGuffin. Yes. Which is uh, required to save the entire universe, the, the, every universe. The, uni- the multiverse is destabilising. Desta- yeah, and the Doctor gets a garbled message yep. when he's in the TARDIS, which even Amy can't understand. Yes. And he is then somehow directed to uh, this planet and yep. this competition. Yes. Which is going to win a special bow, isn't it? Yeah, uh, the arrow. The arrow. The arrow. The arrow. Yeah. The arrow. Uh, yeah. Why do I have a feeling of silver nemesis at this point? Yeah. <laughs> and they have to do this competition, yep. which is based on what people from the 50th century or something. 51st, 52nd. It's, it's a long way in the future. It's a, yeah, a long way in the future. Uh, their impression of what old Earth was like, yeah. which is based on a few books, and it's basically England, yes. a, a skewed version uh, of... Cricket. Yeah, of, 19th century England, yeah. that sort of thing. And they have the hijinks of people trying to steal the items, the items and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The, the whole book actually comes across as a space-age version of Jeeves and Worcester. There's a yeah. l- lot of um, a mistaken identity, things get uh, fumbled, items get mistaken for other items. It's a very light-hearted, whimsical book. Mm. So it's quite different to his normal writing it's, style, then. There, I'm, I'm afraid I am not... Mm. No, no, right. I am not knowledgeable on my Michael Moorcock. Andy, who unfortunately isn't with us, is the Michael Moorcock expert of us here. Mm. There is a lot of homages to his own work in there, like the, the pirate Cornelius mm. is a homage to um, Michael Moorcock's eternal champion, Jerry Cornelius. Mm. Yes. But because you don't know this, it doesn't affect the story. Yeah, if, it, it's, it's a bit like my father's name was Verity in Sydney. Yeah. If you know it, it's a nice touch, but yeah. if you don't know it, it doesn't interfere no, with the story. No. Yeah. I wouldn't, personally, I wouldn't have called it a Doctor Who book. Nor me. It's... No. A Mike, it's most definitely a Michael Moorcock book that the character, not necessarily the character of the Doctor, occasionally guest stars. Yeah. The best way to describe it is like a, a Doctor Who light episode. Mm. He's very much writing for his own characters, and occasionally the Doctor and Amy will quickly go through it, push the, pro- uh, push the plot on slightly mm-hmm. more, and then disappear again. Yeah. But so for hardened Doctor Who fan readers who are very much into the Doctor and that, it, I, it'd be a bit different for them to read. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I could say people, maybe the hardcore Who fans will be putting it aside in disgust because it's not a Doctor Who book. I don't know if they but, do that. But I enjoyed it. I thought it was a damn good read. Like I said, it's a very whimsical book. It's difficult to describe without actually having somebody else yeah. reading it as well but mm. there are some very long because it's uh, for, for a who book it is uh, one is it? it's about double the size and um it is something like hang on just look in the back <laughs> it's double the size and 343 pages long 343 is roughly about the same length of a standard who book yeah but the pages are double sized okay yes because mm-hmm. yes, it's, yeah, it's a big although, it's a, although yeah. it's a large hardback it's not in large print no no. Mm. Yeah, certainly the characters come across as quite comedic. Yes. Bingo. Bingo, yeah, Bingo yeah. Loxley. Yeah, he's, got, he's, he's the Earl of Loxley. His name is Robin <laughs> Sherwood, but people yeah. call him Bingo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all that sort of thing. Uh, it's very, very pre-First World War comedy. 
Mm. the best way to describe it. Mm. Like I said before, Jeeves and Woodster. Mm. Mm. I read the first few chapters and then I switched to listen to the audiobook. I <laughs> ran out of time. I didn't know when we were going to review it. I yeah. thought we might, I might need to talk about it a few weeks ago. And maybe it's a problem with the audiobook, but the characters of the Doctor, and particularly Amy, didn't seem quite right. Yeah. Maybe that's because somebody else is reading them. I wasn't hearing their voices in my head as I would yeah. have done had I read it myself rather than heard the audiobook. I don't know. But it didn't seem quite the doctor and less so even less so for Amy I thought yeah well, perhaps it's because a man was reading it I don't know <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said spoils your fantasies like yeah. doesn't, doesn't quite actually seem to take place in the Hooniverse it's it doesn't it's no. a slightly skewed no. reality alternate reality book I think it's the best way to describe it yeah all this stuff about the second ether yeah which I believe is in his other books as which, well yeah, yeah it's, he writes I think the so second it's, it's almost more a lot. case of the Doctor and Amy visit Michael Moorcock's universe that's, that's what uh, yeah. that's again it's going back to what I said earlier it's a Michael Moorcock book which mm. the Doctor and Amy guest stars in mm. it did have some nice points in it though I quite liked the whole concept the Doctor is a terrophile Yes, a, a fan of Earth. Yeah, and that is why he came to Earth in 1963 because he became a terrophile in the future, found out about Earth, and then decided to come back and, and see it for himself, it. Yeah. and then came back to November 1963 or whatever. And also that explains his uh, interest in uh, in Earth, yeah, particularly in England. Yep. Because that is what has survived until this far future. I think he was mentioning about something subscribing to the fanzines at yep. one point in time. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and Davey thinks, oh, that's why you dress like that. Yes. Yeah, that's How you think excuse. humans dress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as, as you were saying for me when you're summing up it's the best way to describe it is the people know about earth england this at this time is as about as much as we know about the druids before roman times yeah. mm. and we're putting together what we think yeah we know from what little bits of scraps yeah. of history and getting it all wrong and get it yeah. completely wrong because yeah. i said that they're using cricket with bows and arrows yeah <laughs> that could be interesting <laughs> yeah <laughs> There, there are a few touchstones in there because yep. I think you meant, he mentions about the uh, Jadoon cricket players or, yeah. or Wacket players, as it's yeah, described yeah, in the yeah, book, yeah. and uh, a few other known who icons mm. from, the, from the new series. Do we know if, if it's a case of Michael Moorcock was approached or he said, I'd like to write one? Is he a secret or non-secret Doctor no, Who fan? I, think, I don't know, actually. I think they got an interview with him in the latest SFX, oh, yeah. so if you want to go. But I think it's a case of um, they had approached him on numerous occasions, asking him to write a book. Previously, mm. he's been too busy. Recently, he's been very ill, so mm. he hasn't had time. And he cited as this book re-sparking his interest. Writing this book re-sparked his interest in sci-fi. Oh, really? Oh, good. Mm. So, um, yeah, I think it's a case of them asking him, and after the illness, he wasn't doing anything. So, yeah, OK, I'll agree to do with it. I do wonder how much of season five he actually saw before yeah. he finished his final draft. Well, according to an article I've read, I can't remember where the hell I've read it, but originally the Cornelius character, the mm -hmm. pirate Cornelius, was going to be Captain Jack. Okay. Mm -hmm. But uh, the BBC nixed that idea. They didn't want that to happen. Yeah. yeah. Perhaps because Torchwood is now... Because of, because of the next Torchwood. Partly owned by stars yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I think I think it's a case, so he, he based it more on his Jerry Cornelius character. The name also, he yeah. uh, also is, wears a lot of... The character wears a lot of masks. Nobody yeah. knows exactly what he looks like, which I think is also no, the Jerry Cornelius, but I couldn't say because, as I say, I'm not no. up with my more No, indeed. <laughs> So, on the whole, I, I, it was an enjoyable read. It's a good book. It's a different slant. It is. It's quite a slow-paced book. It's it not, is. It, the not, story is relatively slight for such yeah. a big book. Yeah. And the resolution is your typical, you can see it a mile off yeah, sort of yeah, resolution. Yeah, yeah. But it, on the it's whole... It's not a clever book in that regard, but it no. has some nice little ideas. In it. It's nice ideas, nice turn of phrase, nice dialogue. Mm. He, he can write characters. It's almost like you're describing Enlightenment. Yeah. <laughs> With the recreation of the boat races, isn't it? It's it a is. nice idea, and it's a nice, like, and it's a gentle story. It is. It's similar. A, it, I think it owes a lot, either by accident or design, it owes a lot to Enlightenment. Mm. Yeah, probably right. 
But it's an interesting book. It'd yep. be nice if it's the start of a, of a proper range. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't I, know how else they could Again, I don't want to diss the other authors, but a professional range, you mm. know, uh, with established yeah. big names rather than coming from the canon. That would be very nice. Fresh effect. blood every now and then, yeah. doesn't hurt? Yeah. yeah, we see. So, on the whole, yep, go out and buy it. Read mm. it. It's a good laugh. It's good, and it's very cheap at Amazon at the moment. It's like £3.99 for the hardback <laughs> version. So that you is, can find yeah. it pretty cheap out there if you look yeah. around. I might give it a go see if I get nightmares. <laughs> oh, you, it doesn't you matter should, what he writes about. It's something about writing should, shouldn't style. give you nightmares. As I said, if, if Jeeves and Worcester doesn't give you nightmares, and P.G. Woodhouse, and <laughs> this is most definitely a P.G. Woodhouse. Yeah. <laughs> Right, we have some feedback. Yeah, you wonderful people. Woohoo! Okay, we have a we have some communication, some contact, an email, and also words put onto a piece of paper here yep. from Chris. Hello, Hello Chris. Chris. Hi, team, and the reinstated head of Pertwee. Reinstated? Have <laughs> we said hello to Pertwee? No. Hello, hello head, head of, of Pertwee. And hello, various Gunhilda knockknackers around and Gunhilda knockknacker plastic, wherever she is. Anyway, Chris says, reinstated head of Pertwee, and Leslie Phillips star Hilaire to the many multiforms of Amy Pond. Maybe she's the new Prisoner Zero. Be on your guard. Bit slimy, you mean? I have a suggestion for you this time, which I think you might enjoy. How about when you review Neil Gaiman's Doctor Who story next year, you make the episode a Neil Gaiman special? That would be a good idea. Never wear. Never wear, definitely. I know you have reviewed a couple of his things in the past, but he's done a lot of stuff and I think he deserves some more time in the spotlight. Yep. <laughs> and yes, I know you'll be doing the two podcasts a week again. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm giving you a couple of months to prepare on this one. So how about it? Cheers, Chris. Okay, good. Okay, good. Okay, Thank you, That's a good yeah. idea, Chris. Yeah. 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 We have to make sure we note that down somewhere. We tend to forget these things. Yes. Yes. Chris, send us a, a tweet or an email to remind <laughs> us we said your idea was a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Just as Doctor Who starts, it'll yeah. hit us at one of the podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> Heard from Patrick. Hello, Hello Patrick. Patrick. He says, Dear team and Adam's playthings. <laughs> I haven't been watching the Sarah Jane Adventures, but I did see the one with the Doctor and Joe, and that was quite good. Yeah. Anyway, mm. a thing that I do know about. I've huh? been recently listening to your back catalogue again, oh, and oh, when dear. listening to your reviews of Sherlock, I came across an interesting point. Oh. You mused on the idea of a 13-episode series, concluding it would work better if they kept it to three 90-minute episodes, which they are in fact doing. Mm. However, I have a question for you. If it were up to you, would you prefer they did three episodes, one after the other, or three spread out in the year, like last year's Doctor Who? Something mm. to think about. That's all for now. Be nice to real Keith Patrick. Oh. Thank you, Patrick. All together. I think I prefer them all together. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I've got to say. Yeah. So you get a bit of momentum. There's also yeah. the possibility for the BBC to pick up with the timing. Yeah. And yeah. also you to forget. Get or miss one that way That's if it's every yeah. so often. Whereas oh, if true, there's three true. together, yeah. and having things in a row has never stopped the BBC no, messing up the time. This is so. true. Well, Doctor Every Week is moved. Yeah. <laughs> also, if you've got a little story no, arc going through it, it's, yeah. it's better to always to maintain if there's an, it. If there's an arc going through, then yes, it's better if it's all condensed down mm. into but one. No, I think three. After each one, other. one intense burst. Mm. I think Australia had them over three evenings. Yeah. Which is mm. probably even better, but I thought she would really. Yeah. Sure. That'd be good. Mm. Okay. We have one now here from Reese. Hello, Reese. Hello, Reese. For Podcast 93. It made it. It did. Dear team, I hope I get this feedback in time for episode 93. Mm-hmm. I think that's the right one. But anyway, funny to hear about Season 5 soundtrack. Well, not our, our i.e. real Keith El Presidente and my copies having problems. But talking about the soundtrack, I shall give you a review of all of them. Oh, yeah. In Australia, or maybe it's just Australia iTunes Store, they de- delayed the release to get it to closer to the Series 5 soundtrack release and lowered the price on both of them. I thought that was quite nice. But anyway, now to mm. a review for the Specials soundtrack. Okay. The standout piece for me is track number 12, A Disturbance in the Night. <laughs> it was the first thing I noticed from Planet of the Dead. I liked it because it reminds me of the unit, that's United Nations Intelligence Task Force, yeah, yeah. theme, very good. 
Track 15, a special sort of bus, one of, if not the best of the album. I didn't really notice it as the episode was airing because it plays when the stranded people and the Doctor were getting the bus to start flying and they were being chased by the big stingray things. (laughs) And Murray Gold really builds up the emotions to a very well pace. It was really wonderful. Mm. Track 42, The Cloud Pass. Ah, that is a good one. A brilliant piece up there with a special sort of bus. It's really so heart-reaching. Mm. And the last one for the soundtrack, though it could go on, I could go on for hours, but I won't, just to spare you. <laughs> so the last one is track 47, The New Doctor. It's oh, an upbeat yeah. piece that really yeah. expresses what its names means. It gets you really ready for the next Doctor. Well, that's it for this email. I'll write another one now for your next episodes. I don't think I'm on track now. But farewell for now, Reese. Thank you, Reese. Thank you, Reese. I certainly have to agree with those last two. The, I... the bit, it was in my head, even after the episode, yeah. uh, the bit of music that was going when the master is uh, fighting Rassilon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, a brilliant piece of music. I've yet to listen to the specials, because uh, Chris- okay. Christmas coming up, I've you been... Well, this is before I even had the special sound. This is after yeah. New Year's Day when I'd seen it. Yeah. Uh, I loved that piece of music always. It just kept playing in my head for days yeah. afterwards. Well, so it's a Christmas coming up. I've been forbidden for buying anything. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give you my points of view after Christmas. Yeah. And the new Doctor is brilliant too. Yeah. Such a mood whiplash from the previous track. Yeah. With his, I don't want to go. Yeah. And then suddenly you're into this really upbeat, fun bit of music. It's really, really good. Anyway. <laughs> right. Yes. Left. No, I was just just reading a little bit. <laughs> we I have that's loud. We ha- no, it was just something that caught my eye. And what the? Why um, is it everyone is reading the letters tonight to themselves? It, it's, it's, it's a good idea. It's something just to make sense. You you caught yeah. something out the corner of your eye, and you go, "What the hell?" So you have to read it to try to understand it's it. It makes podcast, sense. Podcast, not television. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have a little letter promo from yeah. Benjamin Elegant. Elegant. Hello, Mr. Elliot. <laughs> yeah, Element. <laughs> Benji. Yep. Hello, Benji. Hello, Benji. Elegant. I can't seem to get the story finished Elegant. right now. <laughs> I can't seem to get the story Excellent. finished. Effluent. <laughs> Effluent. <laughs> I do apologise, Benji, Apol- for my, my female co-host. Sorry. <laughs> Behaviour. <laughs> tonight. <laughs> I can't... <laughs> Sorry, that was an accident. I can't seem to get the story finished right now. So how about this? I think Jean will like it. Oh, yeah. Let's see. He's going to kill off Matt Smith. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Commercial on heavy rotation, Channel Government 3. I am Michelle Gray, (laughs) host of upcoming documentary on the evil staggering stories and their colleague, Mr. Dalek. (laughs) And I'm here to ask you not to watch my show. I'm having to do this live on Matt Smith Night 2100. <laughs> Matt Smith Night, the night we should all be out burning Matt Smith effigies <laughs> in commemoration of his portrayal of our world. <laughs> Look, we all know that the Staggering Stories gang, how they were in league with George from the phony corporation and destroyed virtually the entire world nine decades ago. <laughs> cool. We went from a world with 200 countries and 6 billion people to a world with one country on this tiny island and about 600,000 people. The rest to say cool again, but I'm <laughs> completely wrong. The rest of the planet will be uninhabitable for long after the rest of our lives. And every member of the Staggering Stories cabal wound up dead like they deserved. Not cool. So why do we need to obsess on these people? Let it go. What did we do? No, but it sounds brilliant. The only reason we're even doing this show is because some people to this day believe that the Staggering Stories people and even Mr. Dalek got a bad rap. (laughs) They can't accept reality, and so I have to go to work on an important holiday night. But we do know who is watching each channel. All of you could just not be watching Government Tree on Matt Smith night! Then I can enjoy the party and we all could live happily ever after. So, Gov3, don't watch us. Please? (laughs) 
Okay. me. Matt Smith has replaced Guy Fawkes. And we are the devil's henchmen. And I, I mm. know it's that time of year when there's like wild fungi mushrooms growing. <laughs> but Benjamin, when you go out into the woodlands and you pick those mushrooms, <laughs> <laughs> breathe so deep, dude. Yeah, don't breathe the fumes in quite so heavily. It's a lot of hair that burns on uh, Matt Smith. Uh, I think, yeah. <laughs> 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 That was yeah. a bit odd. <laughs> Surreal. Strange. <laughs> Excellent, day. Uh, Peculiar. Yeah, good uh, to think we caused the end of the world. Uh, uh, thanks, Benji. And now, um, she could lie down in a darkened room somewhere with a cold flannel over your forehead. Yes. I want to know how we ended the world. What did yeah. we do? Yes, can we have some clues, please? Before we find out? Yep. Look forward to doing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, is that it? Do we have any more tweets, Twitters, feedbacks, That's emails? It for That's this time. Post, even though they don't know where we are. <laughs> oh, no. Don't give them ideas. No. Nope, that is it. Okay. And so, dear listener, that is it. Wraps it up for Staggering Stories podcast number 93. Yay! Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And from everyone here, we wish you a sleep tight and good night. And remember, don't have nightmares. (laughs) Weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. But if you do have nightmares, please contact us at... Ah, show. At... Staggering. Stories. Dot. Net. So we can laugh at you. (laughs) (laughs) Laugh in your face. (laughs) Thank you. So that's goodbye from... Bye for me. Goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. You have been listening to Staggering Stories Podcast, Series 1, Number 93, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Fake Keith, Gene Riddler, and The Real Keith Dunn. The views expressed here those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers on our site. No copyright infringement is intended. This podcast will present a production for www.staggeringstories.net. I think you are, because I've switched you on. Have you? <laughs> oh, yes. For the time in a few years. Aww. <laughs> I've lost my clipboard. <sighs> uh, no, no, I'm not going to yawn. No, I refuse. I'm not going to... No, no, no. Willpower, I shall not yawn. No, no. I'm sorry. No. No, 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 it's not going to work. It's not going to happen. I am not yawning. I have superior mental control. Nine times five. <laughs> um. <laughs> I think we're talking about the server drain adventures. Which I haven't seen. <laughs> and... I'm at work when they're on. So am I. Have not so heard of... So am I. You not heard of iPlayer? I don't like, like it. Have you heard of a video recorder? I haven't got one. You know, they died out in the 90s. Oh, have you got a DVD recorder? Yeah, I don't know how to work it. <laughs> my son? Yeah, but he's at work as well. But he knows how to work the recorder. <laughs> yeah, but And he sets the timer up before. And then he forgets to put the button on the right channel and I get an hour and a half of golf. I refuse to uh, ask our constructs on how to operate the video timer. Why? Because <laughs> it's what mum used to do to me, and I'm not that old. Yes, you are. In fact, you're older. Ooh. Much, much older. Older than your own mother. How's that work? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there was an accident so between a contraceptive and a time machine. Ah. <laughs> Hello, 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 and welcome to Postcast 93. Podcast? Podcast. Shall we do that again? In Sussex, we pronounce it podcast. It may be a London thing to pronounce it podcast. I'll just sit here and keep quiet. That's what she said. (laughs) I'm being quiet. Sorry. (laughs) What was that? (laughs) That's my phone. (laughs) He's taking off. I didn't think it was a dodge. I think... We could have breaking news. There's going to be no interest to people out there, but it's going to be of interest. Found it. Stop it, you. Da 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 we're Halfway the, out. We're at the pushing stage. <laughs> oh, well, that's a good sign. <laughs> Get the plunger out. Dust off your Lou Farina. 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 Lou Farina. Thank you.
are flushing out a Finalizing. <laughs> They're finalising. Oh, we're scratching my nose. And oh, trying to scratch things. your nose and you can't see. <laughs> yes. I'd go and get that looked at if I was you. That's a good cross-eyed. <laughs> it's a cross-eyed. Why would you put your hand in front? You're the only person I know who scratches her nose by putting her arm over her own head. <laughs> Any people be any of all having problems tonight? Any anybody been watching TV? The crumpling noises you may have heard in the background of that was Karen actually making a a paper aeroplane. Yes, but we can see the lines from here. It's a very nice paper aeroplane. It will be when it's finished. You know where it's going to go, don't you? I have horrible feeling. Okay. I'm going to launch. Oh, she's going to launch. Please work. Oh, that's not good. Failure to launch. It's concord all over again. I I nearly created a rocket there. It went straight up and then stalled. Oh, God. I've developed flight. Michael Grade's been made a lord. A lord of what? He's sitting in the House of Lords now. Yeah, no, it's one of one of me old me mum's old jumpers, Aye. and mm. it's it's as probably as old as our relationship. <laughs> older. She knitted well, your mother. She did. She did indeed. You're having one. a relationship, are you? Yes. <laughs> we are. Yes. 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 It embarrasses her son when we actually have the relationship in, in front, front of him. him. Yeah. <laughs> Can I watch? I'm here, you know. <laughs> you were watching. That was what's embarrassing him as well. <laughs> Oh, you shouldn't be looking, Dad. <laughs> That's going to end up in the outtakes, yeah. you know that, don't you? You have to stop saying that. It makes you sound silly. Sorry. <laughs> That's going to end up on the outtakes, too. <laughs> what is wrong? You seem to have an unidentified malfunction. I'm feeling blue, cyber leader. That is forbidden. Silver is the only permitted colour. And black, of course. No, I mean I feel sad. That is illogical. Provide a reason. Immediately. There is no new Doctor on Earth television until Christmas Day. The emotion you display towards this illogical work of fiction is a weakness and cannot be tolerated. Sorry, I just like it. Well, go away and subscribe to the Crinoid podcast then. They review classic Doctor Who stories while the series is off-air. An excellent idea, Cyber Leader. And while you're at it, go and see the Cyber Matron. See if he can delete your pathetic addiction. Righto, Cyber Leader. Hmm, that unit is malfunctioning badly. It may be time to issue him with the deadly gold pyjamas. Subscribe to the Crinoid Podcast at iTunes or go to crinoid.blog.co.uk immediately. <laughs>